Welcome to the French Press Podcast. It is You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss and events it's from our life. Tuesday, January June seventh. Only five months <laughs> off. Twenty twenty two. All right, welcome everyone. Thanks for joining us. We got a big uh, group again. We got Nicholas is back. Hi there, guys. And Jeff is here as well. I'm back. Last week there wasn't an episode. And you can understand why I wasn't on last week's episode, because I was in Idaho uh, and Montana, out west. Wow. So I was far, far away from Napanee, Hmm. from our podcast studio. But the rest of you guys were still back here in good old Napanee, Indiana. So what what happened last week? Last week. Well, I had uh, a work project that I had to, that took up my podcasting time. You had a work project. Oh, yeah, you had to build some railings for your uncle. No, that was separately. Right. That's that was yeah. something totally different. No, yeah, it didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what he meant. Yeah. Um, so what's your excuse, Leighton? My excuse, I had a meeting with the pastors that we normally do on Mondays, but because Monday was a holiday, we decided to postpone it a day. That was very it happened smart. to be Tuesday. Wow. I had a meeting on Monday. And let me tell you, no one wanted to be there. No one. There was not one person that wanted to be there. Was that work? No, not even not one iota one. of a desire. No. No. Actually, there was there was one person that wanted to be there. Was it work related? No. Oh. Uh, there there were probably more than one person that wanted to be there, but it was it was. Uh, you got to give us a little more than that, Jeff. Yeah. Memorial Day. It, I, I I can't say. It's just like a neighborhood uh, gathering. To like figure out no, it was a planning meeting for uh, a senior trip. Wait, a senior? Are you going on the senior trip? Are you planning it for I them? I am planning a senior trip, like for, a high school senior trip. Yeah, for Shalom School. Wh- where are you taking them? DC. Oh. oh. But I'm 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 tour guide for it, the trip. Is it a rule? <clears throat> oh, but but you guys are probably gonna stop in um, Gatlinburg. No, not Gatlinburg. Gettysburg. 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 I mean, yeah. You're probably going to stop in there, right? Yeah, probably. I feel like there's a rule that any Mennonite <clears throat> school, private Mennonite school, the senior tri- it has to have a senior trip at the end of the year, mm-hmm. and that senior trip needs to consist of visiting Gettysburg and Washington D.C. Of mm-hmm. course, is that the rule? Yes. Okay. Uh, let me put. Let me put that. <sighs> yeah. I I agree that is a rule, but I. Honestly, I think I think I would enjoy it way more now that I'm older than I did in school. In school, I did not care at all about DC, like the yeah. museums. The oh, I loved it. It was like not. It was like whatever. I think that I, I agree with you. I I was the same way for my senior trip. I Jeff, really, I figured you would have been such a, a, <laughs> a history nerd that you would have enjoyed. No, I'm every not a history moment. nerd. I'm not a history nerd. I loved DC because it was cool, but I I think that. I underappreciated it. Yeah, same. It was a it was a f- totally fun trip. I, I, I totally enjoyed myself. Same. I enjoyed it, but I, I'm not. I didn't enjoy the museums or anything like that. Yeah, like, I, I was think, there for the my, for my friends. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think if now if I were to go back, okay, so this is something I'm do I'm doing differently than what I had on my trip, on my senior trip. So my senior trip, we just went to a bunch of places and it was really cool, but we didn't know much about where we were going oh, beforehand. Mm-hmm. 
Are you going to require some reading material for the students? Yes. So uh, we're job. going to have every day. Oh. I would not, not necessarily reading material, but every day. I can't handle it. At the end of the day, we're going to come back to our Airbnb and we're going to sit down and we're going to watch like some YouTube videos or something oh, okay. about what we're doing the next day. That's a good idea, Jeff. To get them excited about it. Because back when we went to what, Layton? I just don't know, Jeff. Oh, I, okay, okay. So, fully... so picture this: I'm taking you to Arlington Cemetery. Yeah. Okay. And, and and your first question is, why are we here? Because you don't know anything about it, right? But can't you tell them that while they're there? Uh. Yes and no. Okay. Wait. 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 How long is this session of of like watching videos and reading oh, things like? Like ten or fifteen minutes. Oh, okay. Like, like just Actually, like a brief can, overview. Can I can I seriously make a suggestion? You always have to eat supper every night. Yeah, obviously, mm-hmm. because you because have we're to, human. Because we're human, so <laughs> we need food. Uh, what you could do is during that time, then go through the material for the next could, yeah, day. That's a good idea. Go do that summary because you don't want to take away from the social time and the evenings. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the the thing that I just want to avoid is is <laughs> people just, like, me blindly taking them to. So we're going to go, our first day is going to consist of visiting the Capitol Building, Library of Congress, and the Supreme Court. And it's like, uh, unless unless you've been there and actually seen it, there's a really small chance that you actually know anything about what goes on, like, t- to... To a good extent, what mm-hmm. goes on there, why why the building is there, what it's used for, uh, what to expect when we're in there, what to look for, what mm-hmm. are some of the things that that are cool, um, the things that aren't so cool, yeah, yeah, like like you know Arlington Cemetery, like the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier is really cool, uh, but what is it, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean, or yeah, um, yeah things like that. <clears throat> yeah, that's the, great. the The Eternal Flame, I think, is there too, and I is still don't know what that is. It's JFK, isn't it? Is it? JFK's Eternal Flame? I don't know. I don't even know. Oh, maybe not John F. Kennedy, but like it's like the Kennedy Flame or something like that. Exactly. I have a feeling like some people are going to write in. I feel like oh, after, hard, after doing some quick Googling, because we, we're not doing that. We're just oh, shooting from the I feel like you know about as much as what any of my students will know about it. The Eternal Flame. So anyways... So we, we had a planning meeting on that, and unfortunately it had to fall on Memorial Day. It was less that uh, it was it was less of a deal that the meeting happened and more that it was on Memorial Day. But unfortunately it had to happen then because it had to happen fast. Like it was it was necessary to schedule it then. But it it is it's Kennedy's assassination. Oh, that. okay, good job, kudos yeah. for you. Maybe you could be a tour guide. Actually, I I think I I could, but he's the son of a tour guide. I pretty much am. Except Dad doesn't even like. I mean, he'll say I'm sure he'll say stuff about uh things that are going on outside, and and he'll be able to say a lot of facts about them. But most most of the time, it's like recycled jokes. Yeah, I was just gonna yeah, say he gets to he's say probably cracking jokes tour. in Dutch. Oh, for sure. Oh, don't even get him started on Dutch jokes. But isn't that the job of a tour guide? Of a, of a tour guide to say Dutch jokes? No, Amish <laughs> yes. tour guide. Oh, no, for when sure. you go to a place, 
uh, that has like dedicated tour guides, isn't that their job to have like these corny recycled jokes about what they're t- telling you about? Oh yeah. I'm trying Rick's to think if I, I – I don't know if I've heard jokes from a tour guide. I've never. Oh, I don't yeah. think so. Oh, yeah. No, I'm totally with oh, Jeff. Yes. No, I don't think I've ever had – Have you ever heard. been on a tour? I was uh, – Yes. Yeah, in Israel when Benny Hanna <laughs> <laughs> took us across Israel. He was a really dynamic guy. <laughs> it was Benny. It was just Benny was his first name. I don't know right. what his last name was. Anyway, he didn't crack jokes. I mean that guy was as, uh, I don't know, deep and un – Unhumorous as you could get. Uh, yeah. I was in a. It was great. I actually, I really enjoyed it. No, I, I agree. But that's that's a unique. That's not a normal tour guide. He was like a. He was like a shepherd. <laughs> we were his sheep. Like that was. We were hiking. I mean, a tour guide. There was no time for jokes. Uh, when we speak about tour guide, we're we're talking about like a person that leads you for forty five minutes through a couple of exhibits. Yeah. If that, that's actually a long so, tour. So, so the tour guide needs to be some kind of eccentric character. Oh, yeah. And that's often highlighted with some really corny jokes. So, yeah. Jeff, what are you, what's your, how are you going to change your character to become that? Because uh, I, I don't think of you as eccentric. I don't know. Have I'm, you seen him at work? Uh, I hear some stuff coming out of his office. <laughs> and eccentric is one of them. Uh, I feel like, I don't feel like I, co- I qualify as a tour guide in that sense. Like I'm more of a trip organizer. Hmm. The travel I'm not, agent. I'm not guiding. Yeah, yeah. I'm not guiding people I through, could, the tu- through the things. Yeah, I am just like planning the different tours that we will take, which will be hosted by a tour guide, and a, then a picking out the guide. videos to watch to prepare for the yeah. next day. Okay. But I just re- I remember going through a cave in Virginia, and the there was one point in the cave that was like I don't know, five hundred feet below ground or whatever. And and it was it was down in this little crevice, it's deeper than my well. And then, like suspended above it, was really? this giant rock that was just kind of like teetering, a teetering uh, giant rock. Yeah, and it w- looked like it was just about ready to fall any second, but it had oh. been there for you know hundreds Billions of, years, or whatever, of years, probably. What evolved um, that way? But anyways, then the tour guide was <laughs> like, bang. "Hey guys, this is five hundred feet deep, and if that rock falls on us, you can't be buried any deeper for any cheaper." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of jokes I'm talking about. He sounds eccentric. <coughs> or the the tour guide that I had at the Boeing facility out in uh, Seattle. Oh yes, he was this like fairly rotund guy. Maybe about six foot two. I don't know what that word means. I don't either. What's rotund? It sounds eccentric. It's it's it is what it sounds like. Fat. It's big and round. He's a, he's a big round dude. Burly. Okay. He's not. It's not just fat. It's like he's rounding, like a very barrel. round. Yeah, like a barrel. Like there's you a could, word. Oh, there, there's a word for words that sound like what they mean. Do you know what that is? Uh, homonym. It's not that. I don't know. I think it's a. I, no. I don't know what it is. I don't know, but that's a word like that. There is a word like that. I mean, I I'm saying the word you said is a word like that. Rotund. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, but it he, also kind of he sounds was like pretty round. rotund, and then he had giant mutton chops, like a big honking long beard with a shave right down the middle of his chin. And it was just like... Cool. It was just perfect for him. Yeah. Like, and, and that was very eccentric, I thought. Oh, yeah, for sure. Flamboyant, even. Mm-hmm. So, right. uh, 
I was going to go next. Yeah. Where'd you, where, Ruben, <laughs> where did your journeys speaking, take you? Speaking of Seattle, we were, we <laughs> 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 flew into Washington, Spokane, Washington. Spokane. Uh, uh, anyway, so I think I told you two weeks ago, I was going to go out to Idaho and then go to Idaho, uh, Montana. Idaho and Idaho, Montana. And it was actually, it was a great time. Huh. Saw some grizzlies. Really? Oh, yes. Were they fighting? No. Were they charging you? No. Oh. But I, t- I did have bear spray, and I did discharge it, <gasps> but not at the bears. Oh, at your wife? You? <clears throat> no. Just I wanted to see what kind of uh, power these bear spray things oh. have. How, how far does it squirt? <clears throat> well, how far would you expect it to squirt, and how far would you hope that it? Well, I, I imagine it would be like a can of raid that squirts about. 25 feet. I I, I think they say, I think they do feet. say I think they do say 25 feet is like what they say, oh. but I'm guessing it only sprays like 15 feet. Okay, well, imagine for a moment a charging bear. Okay. Uh on a f- somewhat flat area, a charging bear, you know, they can weigh 500 to probably 1000 pounds. pounds. Wow. And grizzlies can go up to about 20 miles <clears throat> per hour. They're they're bigger, they're heavier. Wow. Black bears, which are smaller, can actually go up to 30 miles an hour. Aye. So, so aye, aye. Fa- how far, now calculate, this is a math problem. How far do you have to be from the bear in order to squirt him if the if the squirt is traveling 60 miles an hour in order to hit him 15 feet away from you? But keep in mind, too, when it hits him, it's not going to stop the bear right away. It's a story problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's even more complicated. Yeah. The answer, because imagine, you get eaten. And the average yeah, bear falls the in, in 20 feet after he gets hit. Human quesadilla. Or turns around. This is, after spraying the bear spray, I was more terrified than before because it only sprayed about 10 feet. Oh, no. And it was not the kind of of powerful cloud I was expecting. It was like a thin little stream? No, it was was more like raid, but it wasn't, I was expecting 30 30 feet out. Like, I was expecting a, a tunnel of of a, gases, a tunnel of gases. <laughs> wow! That I could create a wall, uh, like Trump, a, tr- a Trump wall, a Trump wall. And I'm telling you, there. I have incredibly low confidence that it would have stopped a bear if if the if I would have been able to even to have hit the bear. Wow, man! So, I think the bear spray is probably just more. It's kind of like a pacifier. I think, like a sales, like somebody's trying to make money on you. Yeah, I think it's like. Um, like, people gimmick? that don't want to use guns to shoot them. Well, for sure. They're like, well, maybe this pepper spray won't hurt them long term, just short Ruben, term. Ruben, what if you but could have... they're going to die. What if you could have a thing that would shoot a piece of metal at the bear and could hit it, like, at least 100 feet away? That, a little taser that, that'd feel much. Cool. That'd feel much safer. I, yeah. What about those little taser prongs? Um, that would be kind of cool. I'm curious, hazing a bear. I don't know if we have listeners out in... The wild country where there's bears, and if anyone has ever used bear spray, uh, and the kind we got, we we is it on Azimon? We bought it from our Toro vehicle. Toro is a car rental yeah. uh, app, and they had bear spray in and there. They, they had like as an upcharge, you get bear spray in the car. Yeah, and so this is someone that lives in the area. Yeah, and I would assume would give us high quality bear spray because that would be bad PR if 
your Toro drive, if the people that rented your vehicle end up getting mauled by bears because your bear spray didn't wasn't enough to well, fend off a bear. And yeah, not, not only not that, they're not going to write a bad review. They won't live to tell it. Yeah, they'll be well, dead. No, it'll but, be, but it'll you would have to go. You would have to go get the car. There's going to be rangers that are going to be looking. Right, that's bad. Oh, they're not going to find it. They'll get a car. They'll find a bottle of used bear spray and a couple of. You know, probably probably still some fingers attached to it. I doubt it. They eat everything. Yeah. The bears eat everything. I think bears are more maulers than, than eaters when it comes to... So they go to malls? <laughs> My well, wife just bought... They go to cafeterias? <laughs> they go to malls, not cafeterias. <laughs> <laughs> My wife just bought some pepper spray recently, and she looked up some videos of it, <clears throat> how to use it. And it said that you spray, while they're attacking, you spray... And you take like two steps to your left or your right, because the person whoops the person will not stop running, but they won't be able to see. So if you take two yeah. steps out of the way, they'll they'll run past you. Yeah. So, so maybe that's what they're thinking and about. Then bear. you trip them. I, may, maybe run. like it'll it'll like it won't stop them running, but it'll like it, it'll confuse their sight. Yeah. So then you can get. But if away. you're concentrating so hard to try to aim perfectly at their eyes, was yeah. it such like a narrow little stream? A uh, pepper spray is different. Probably about a two feet in diameter. Oh, that's twice as big as a bear's head. Yeah, that's easy. You could hit that. Really. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't last long either. I was expecting to be able to spray for about thirty you seconds. Sprayed it all? Yes. Did, I wanted to see how long it would last. Did, wait, wait. What did happened? Another can in the Toro. We were on. It was on our last hike for the day. We were on our way back. However, I was pretty. I was more terrified after I was gone <laughs> than I oh, was before. No. That's because you didn't have any left. Exactly. Well, to the bears with. <laughs> like, what little chance we had to survive is now gone. <laughs> but I do. The whole term "pray and spray" has a whole new meaning. It's not just a. <laughs> not just a cod term. Oh, man. <laughs> it's also when you're fending off bears. What would uh, happen if you would throw it at the bear and then he would just bite it? Maybe that would be more effective. Like a bone? And when he kind sinks of, his teeth into it, explodes. It just, and then it... I don't know. I, I don't think that'll work, Jeff. Probably not. They I, can smell the power. I hope yeah. there's more powerful bear spray than what we had. Mm. I'm sure it exists somewhere. Now, the, back to the pepper spray thing. I have been around... Bears. Pepper spray being <laughs> oh. sprayed. Ooh. And pepper spray is... What were you doing, Jeff? <laughs> no, it was... <laughs> right? He was a tour was guide on... in Washington, D.C. <laughs> being eccentric. You're taking eccentric to a whole new level. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, it was a high school uh, choir tour, and somebody found pepper spray at the house we were staying and sprayed it. And it was <sighs> so bad. It, like, pepper spray just, like, sprays like a cloud and it gets you too whoever's the sprayer like will get some of it maybe not all of it like but like brunt of it but yeah you will hurt your eyes too and yeah it's it's nasty stuff wow Wow. maybe we should start um reviewing bear spray and pepper spray just for fun but where would we test it? I would rather review and food. Wh- and how would we test its effectiveness on bears? We don't even have bears around here. We have predators. We'll we have to try it on, test it on Kyle. A charging <laughs> yeah. dog. Big beard the, Kyle. The, the closest thing to a bear we can find. Actually, at work, we call him Big Bear. Papa Bear. There it Papa is. Bear. Papa just bear. get some pepper spray and just spray him at him at work and see what he does. Does he <laughs> fall down? Does he still charge you? Is he incapacitated? I don't know. Try it once. Anyway, back to our trip to, to Idaho. Out. <clears throat> yeah, what happened with that? Well, the only uh, kind of the interesting part of the trip is that we had incredibly complicated travel issues, tra- travels to get there. 
because there was a wedding in Idaho, and then there, we were going to spend our anniversary in Montana. And we looked, and so we're flying in at one place, <clears throat> flying out of a different place, and we tried to find a rental car where we were flying into, which is, we actually flew into Washington, but it's right on the border of Idaho. And then we looked at getting a rental car that we could use for the entire time to drive from... From one to the other. From one to the other. Mm. But there was at least the little bit of research that we did. Well, it was more than just a little bit. We, we spent some time trying to find a rental car that we could pick up and drop off. <clears throat> it ended up, it would have cost, it was well over $1,000 yeah. for about, just for several days. Yeah, it's, it, it gets ridiculous. Uh, and it wouldn't have been nearly as much if we would have been able to drop it off where we picked it up. Mm-hmm. So instead what we ended up doing... We, I heard of Toro before, which is kind of like Airbnb for renting cars. Mm-hmm. You rent it directly from people. Had incredibly experience, had incredible experience with both people that we rented from. They were easy to work with, very helpful. Um, and so that, that ended up being, yeah, that, that was a, a lifesaver. But so we flew into Spokane, got a Toro, and then had it for the day of, of the wedding, <coughs> drove back to, to drop off the Toro, and then got on a train Drove or took the train to Montana, where we got another Toro and had that for the stay there, and then flew home. So wow. we had planes, trains, and automobiles wow. on this trip. Wow! And so that was complicated. Except where the thing where things went wrong was on the way back. What seemed like the easiest part of the trip, which was just a simple layover, overnight layover in Dallas, ended up uh, our flight got canceled. We ended up having to fly to Boston. And then to Indy, uh, instead of just from Dallas, oh, Dallas on home. So uh, that's frustrating. It's we thought that the hardest part of our trip was was done as far as travel goes, nope. and then it just it, it just, just begun. We didn't we didn't make it home though. That's <clears> good to hear. Oh, and then one other thing I forgot about this here. So we uh, our vehicle we can start it with uh, with the app with an mm-hmm. app on our phone. Nice. And I've done this before where I just leave the keys in the truck, and. <clears throat> um, <laughs> makes it really convenient. You don't have to worry about the keys when you're on the trip. They're like, they're in the vehicle. When we get to the airport, oh boy, it's just all there and all good. So we land, and I, I open up the app and hit, uh, I was just kind of curious to make sure it was going to work, so I, I think I hit to start it. And there was like a spinning dial, spinning dial, spinning dial, and it says, can't connect to your vehicle. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh. And then I went and looked just, uh, I think, maybe it was on that screen. It said location, vehicle location. And we flew into Indianapolis. Yeah. And it said, Wayne, Michigan. Oh, oh boy. What? Yeah. No. And I just like, it just went through me that someone stole our vehicle and drove it to Wayne, Michigan. <laughs> oh, no. And so I tried it again, tried to start it again, didn't work. I, we then, anyway, eventually got to where we had parked it and it was there. And I think maybe it doesn't check for cellular updates because that's how it connects with the app. Mm-hmm. Maybe it doesn't check for cellular updates after a few days of not being turned on. Sure. That's the only thing I can think of. Because as soon as I went up to it uh, and hit the keypad, it then did connect <clears> and, and unlocked. And it still shows that it's in Wayne, Michigan. What well, the I still. guess Ford yes. Motor Company is in Michigan. So maybe it wanted to go back to its maybe, home. Maybe it reset itself. And Wayne is in, it's like right around Detroit. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it just like has its like home, uh, mm. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, so we made it back safely. Sometimes the uh, easiest part of the trip ends up being the most difficult. Mm. Yes. Speaking yeah. of difficult, Leighton, I heard you had a trip that wasn't so fun either. Oh, it's true. So uh, 
where do I begin? <laughs> uh, Monday. Monday was Memorial Day. And mm. so we went up to Holland, Michigan. Oh. And we Smart. spent the day. We met tulips? No. We Butter- did that last year. That's that's so 2021. This is 2022. Get with it, Ruben. Um, while we were up there then, uh, right before we started back home, we, we just spent most of the time just hanging out with my sister and brother-in-law at their house. Um, but up while we were up there, I saw a restaurant that I had heard about and I've always wanted to, tr- to try called Pizza Ranch. Ah, ooh, yeah. no, that sounds Pizza Ranch. It is. You've heard of it, Jeff? I've been. Is it ooh. pizza with ranch dressing on it? Well, that sounds delicious. That's what you think it is, but then you get inside and you realize it's something slightly different than that. It is. So we go in, and right off the bat, there's like a cashier right at the entrance, and everybody pays the same. It's like sixteen bucks a person. It's an all-you-can-eat buffet. Oh. Do you pay my. when you come in? You pay when you go in. Yeah. Not when you go out. Correct. I forgot that's, that's what how we you did. Do it. Yeah. And it's all pizza. Well, they have, they have pizza, yeah, but they also have, like, a salad bar, and oh. they also have, like, fried chicken, mashed Ooh. potatoes, green beans, mm. corn. It's like the Pizza, pizza Hut version of Golden Corral. Yes. And combined with Chick Fil A, uh, ooh, is because it? If you say thank you, they say my pleasure. Really? That's yeah, good. that's good of that. The waiters and waitress—it's a Western theme. Okay, that's what it actually means by ranch. So there's like mm. old, you know, Western posters on the wall, and you know, got the horseshoes and like saloon signs and <clears throat> cowboys and bandanas. And how does the food compare vests? to the, the to the Golden Corral? The waiters and waitresses are called ranch hands. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I, did, that was did, probably my favorite part. How did you know that? Like, did they introduce I, themselves as, I'm Tom the ranch hand? No. My brother-in-law, Tim, told me they were called ranch hands. Did, and, and when we went in, they said, howdy, partner. No, did you say didn't. it back? What? The, when they said, howdy, partner, did you say back, howdy, partner? I just spat into a spittoon and walked and tipped my hat. That's you did it right. Yeah, they seemed like, and then they said, "My pleasure." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they also play like Christian music, Christian contemporary music, CCM, over the speakers. Yes, I forgot wow. they did that. So I would have forgotten that. It's got some definite <clears throat> Chick Fil A vibes, Pizza Hut vibes, and Golden Corral vibes, all wrapped into Pizza Ranch. And how would you compare the quality of food? The, I, I guess maybe before we even do that, where would you rank? You said Pizza Hut, Chick-fil-A, Golden Corral. Yeah. How would you tier that? Not not flavor, but just like quality of food in general. I would say this quality was probably up to par with Chick-fil-A. Is I, and is Pizza mm. Hut higher than Chick-fil-A? Well, that's like comparing apples and oranges. Or can we for sure say that Golden Corral is at the bottom? Yes. Oh, yeah. Buffet is kind of. <clears throat> Tell me about me. how you feel about Chick Fil A. Okay, oh, I love Chick Fil A. He's gonna Chick- say Chick- buffet, Chick- buffet, Chick buffet. Buffet scare me because what happens is people come and like touch the the 
food thingamajiggy, whatever. The, the and, servings. Yeah, food. and you don't know where their hands were at. Well, I guarantee that, you. That doesn't freak it, me out as I much. I guarantee you they were at the bathroom and did not wash their hands. Oh, because that is sketchy. No yeah. one. So many, so few people wash their hands that's after going to the restroom. Disgusting. It is. That's bad. It's, what, you guys do? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? Uh, but, um, I would argue that it is really hard to make a low quality pizza because the ingredients for pizza are so cheap. Like, like they're, well, Little Caesars managed to do it. Uh, well, but Little Caesars pizza, like even their cheap, cheap pizza, is like it's actually not that bad. I don't know. I think it's pretty awful. <laughs> I mean, sure, it's just bread and cheese, and that's it. But it's like it's it's not like you. At know, what point is that you just know that a breadstick that's you know that there's in just, the shape of a triangle? <laughs> I actually so somewhat agree with, with Jeff. I agree. Like like it's it's flour and that's because sauce you enjoy and just cheese. cheese pizza. I love cheese pizza. My favorite. But I pizza. do agree with you. If Jeff. you want a little pepperoni on it, they have pepperoni too. But it's like <laughs> they just put less ingredients on it, like less expensive ingredients on it. They don't they don't actually use a a worse quality flour. Or worse, well, maybe worse quality cheese, but like, what does that do? The Dude, sauce, nothing. everything. The cheese, the sauce. <laughs> I, I do kind of agree with you that pizza generally, except for I, I, I don't. I'm not a big fan of uh, Papa Little John's, Caesars, Little Caesars. But general, like pizza, pizza, I think is generally good quality. Oh, very, yeah. like very, like very good quality. Yeah, well, I, I, I think I think there's like there you can make a high quality pizza, but it's just it's really hard to get it. And this kind of bounces off what I was thinking earlier too. The thing that scares me about buffets is not all the people touching it, oh. but is the fact that it's probably been sitting there for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's 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 my favorite that, part. That's poor quality food. I love right cold there. food. That's extra, what makes it worse than Little Caesars because worse spice. Little Don't Caesars you, is fresh. It's just a little aged, Jeff. Yeah, it's dry it's aged, aged nasty. pizza. It's fermented. Uh, are we pizza. sure it's dry aged? Well, it's definitely dry. Uh, are you sure, though, that Little Caesars is always fresh? I'm almost positive you can go in there and there's, like, pizzas that are There ready. are, but they haven't been sitting around for two hours. I don't know. It's because they just throw them away after they, an they hour. They do. They do. After 30 minutes, they get so bad, they have to produce. Or, uh, But if you go if you go to a restaurant and you order your own pizza, you order a pizza, it's for sure fresh. Like, it, they make no, it to yeah. order. Yeah. So I guess that's where, where my argument lies. Why, why I would call Little Caesars better than a buffet. Of any kind, or a pizza buffet specifically. And the Napanee Pizza Hut used to have pizza buffets. They probably still do. And that, I don't know, that just, like, it's nasty. Somehow, no, no, well, somehow. I agree. That was like, eh. But the worst part of that was the fact that you you had to wait for them to put out a good pizza. <sighs> I know, that annoyed like, me. Like, just, there, there wasn't any. They, yeah, they, they, they always put out, put like out the pizzas. worst kind. They yep. well, put out the <laughs> cheapest pizzas out there, like thin, thin crust. And well, the whole thing, the whole thing about... Good quality pizzas or high quality pizzas, them all kind of being like good or high quality. <laughs> Somehow, the Pizza Hut Napanese buffet pizza seemed to be the lowest quality of pizza you could muster. Yes. I would rather like, eat a frozen, a bought oh, pizza oh, yes. from Martin's. Oh, yes. Like a freezer pizza. Oh, 100%. Than the, than the buffet pizza. Than the buffet yes. pizza oh, from that's Pizza Hut. way better than yeah. the Amen. buffet pizza. DiGiorno, it makes it look like it's like a... Like uh, an Italian cuisine compared to <laughs> yeah. Pizza Hut's buffet pizza. I agree 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
All right, I don't know. Where were we at? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, back, everyone has an opinion track. about pizza. Oh, we're on Pizza Ranch. We're on, we're on Pizza Next Ranch. Next week, we're going to talk about cake. All right? Because <laughs> uh, everyone has an opinion about cake. I do have an opinion about cake. And then the cake. week after that, pie crust. All right. I'm not a pie crust fan, but anyways, go. Okay. So I ate a pizza <laughs> And it was really, oh, something that's really neat, though, about that the, they, they just, they do it right at Pizza Ranch is if there's a kind of pizza that you want and it's not on the buffet, you go up to one of the, to the, one of the ranch hands, you belly up to the, to the bar <laughs> and say, Hey, can you make me a Buffalo chicken pizza? Cause there's none of it on the, in the buffet and they'll, they'll make it right away. Nice. And then they take that pizza and take it to your table. Oh, wow. What? Uh. With a stack of plates. Oh. Uh. And they'll dish out however many, however many pieces you want. Nice. What? And then whatever's left of that pizza, they put it onto the buffet. Okay. So, oh, so, so you if can it's literally. Not missing, if, it's, if there's a pizza missing, it's made to order and it's actually fresher. Mm. That's, 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 so if you're missing that's a pizza, cool. people rejoice. How, uh, it's a good thing. How fast is it? Is it is it fast or is oh, it like it pretty was, slow? Oh, it was fast. It was like within probably six minutes of ordering it. Wow, that's better than fast food. Oh, it is. And is it's this like a chain or is this just in Holland? This is a chain. It's probably wow. it's probably I was in one in. I was at one in uh, Minnesota. Yeah, and it's like fifty locations. Wow, right. Pizza Ranch. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. Now, now I'm not done yet. Oh, uh, there's so more. I ate there. And, and let's terrible, just say oh, I no. I went to the restroom to the outhouse, okay, marked hombres, and it was it was rough. No, the the restroom itself was clean when I got in. <laughs> <laughs> when I got out, so not you're gonna not. Matter. You're <laughs> let's not... just say there's probably a wanted poster <laughs> with my face on it. Um, uh, no, no, it actually wasn't that bad, but my gut was messed up upon leaving mm. said establishment. Was it because of Buffalo chicken? It might've been done? the Buffalo chicken pizza. I don't know. Oh, as far as the ranch goes, they had that salad bar. I was expecting to see bottles of ranch at every table. Cause it's called pizza ranch. That is not the case. So if you want ranch on your pizza, you have to get your pieces that you want. And then you take your plate over to the salad bar and you Get the bottle of ranch from the, that buffet and you squirt it on there and then you put it back in. Mm. <sighs> Talk about misleading. But after I left, my stomach was 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 feeling kind of pressury. Even after relieving yourself. Correct. <clears throat> and then we went over to my favorite frozen custard place. Oh boy. Wits. It's insane. Uh, that I gotta save that Trust content for another podcast. Well, you rate. No, I mean like what I, content? I mean, didn't you already share about your your love of wits? I have to that that deserves another whole segment. I yeah. thought we just did that last week. I got to do it again. I bought three quarts while I was there. Okay, like, do you have do you have some more quarts left over? Well, maybe, but I mean, I'm not going to just fess up to that. What do you think I'm going to give you some? Yes, <laughs> that's hilarious. You uh, need to bring some yeah. to the podcast. I'll see what I can. I'll see if I can do something. All right, but moving on, boy, touchy, touchy. Everybody wants to get at my Wait, who's custard. being touchy here? <laughs> no, no, I'm fine, you. guys. Let's move on. Let's move on. Oh, no, okay, so then on the way home then, I, I ate some wits. That did not help anything. <laughs> my gut 
It just, it was just in pain. Like, it normally feels like, I know what heartburn feels like. This was not that. This it's felt like. Gas and bloating. Yeah, but also like kind of burny just Ooh. in the gut. It wasn't like a burny up into the esophagus. It was, it felt like I had swallowed a fireball in my stomach. It was just like a hot burning mm. ember. Did the pizza give you ulcers? I, maybe. But all I know is that I was miserable that night. Going in Monday, Monday night, going into Tuesday, miserable. I still went to work because I'm such a dedicated employee. And Darren, so, if you hear this, <laughs> I think it deserves This is just a few days ago. And, yeah. I mean, this is actually yesterday. No, no, no. no, no, no. This is last, last week. Last, last week. This is yeah. about a week ago. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we went to, we, I was, I was fine. I, I, I was, sorry, I was miserable, but still able to cope. All day Tuesday, but then going into Tuesday night, it got really, really bad. So this like, is after you. It was so bad that I, as soon as I got home from work, I just doubled over and I just went and slept on the couch for like three hours. Woke up still miserable. Tried to eat a little bit of something. Tuesday, writhing around in bed. You say Wednesday. 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 Yes. Well, Tuesday night into Wednesday morning, writhing around in bed. Couldn't even sleep because I was in so much pain. Oh, wow. And so then finally at like midnight, I decided to really hit the water kefir because I know that's a, I know that's a, a probiotic and that helps you digest. Oh, oh, so midnight, Tuesday night. Yes. And, and actually I, I text the green team, the green level team, um, at work and said, Hey, I, my stomach hurts so bad and I'm pretty sure it's going to carry on into the morning. I probably won't be into work Wednesday. So, <laughs> All night, I was waking up like every 15 minutes, and every time I wake up, I, was, I just took a sip of kefir and then tried to go back to sleep. And then wake up again, take a sip of kefir. I chugged kefir. It was nuts. And finally, I got like a three to four hour stint of sleep Wednesday night. Sorry, Tuesday, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Probably, for, I, I think I slept from like two o'clock in the morning till like six, maybe. Woke up, stomach still hurt. Then I just kind of took it easy, hung out with the family Tuesday morning. Um, sorry, Wednesday morning. morning. And then I decided to go into work then around 10 o'clock because we had a big meeting at work I needed to be at. And I was feeling okay. I could still – I could feel that my gut was still kind of raw and tender, but I wasn't like in pain. Mm. So then from Wednesday noon about Wednesday at 10 – Till about Friday afternoon, I was totally fine. Friday afternoon, going into supper, it started again. Oh. Just doubled over. And I'm telling you, I popped everything. I took Gas-X, Pepto-Bismol, Antacid, Tums, drinking milk, drinking kefir. I took everything that I could, and nothing made a difference. It was awful. And finally, around, like, late into the evening, probably, uh, yeah, uh... Seven o'clock, we have access to a teledoc. I called him, and I described to him my symptoms and what I, what has been going on. And the guy was really nice, but he said, "What you're describing to me is really concerning. You need to go to the emergency room." I was like, "Okay, well, here we go." And like, <laughs> like at that point, my pain was probably around a four. It wasn't like an eight, mm -hmm. like it had been mm -hmm. earlier, but it was still there, definitely. Mm -hmm. So I took his advice. We packed up some clothes and and uh, took my 
sons over to my parents' house and dropped them off. And then we went up to the Goshen emergency room. My wife had packed like blankets and pillows and just different things because she's thinking, man, his pancreas is probably going to about explode or something. We got to get that thing removed and it's going to be a whole deal. Get in there and thankfully we got there. There was a rush on the emergency room. Like right after we got there, we, you know, we got ourselves in line. There were some rooms that were available, but uh, still needed to be cleaned. So the, it, we had to wait probably 15, 20 minutes before we were able to get into a room. And while during that 15 minute wait, there were probably like six or seven cases that then came flooding in. Two sick, two separate sick kids. One kid was like moaning to himself. It was awful. The one kid who had a fever. Another guy came in. Two guys came in, probably in their lower 20s. One guy was limping real bad with a shoe off. He had dropped a 35-pound weight on his toe. That was bad. That was real bad. That had to hurt. Oh. There was another woman. you think he was in more pain than you, or were you still in more pain? Oh, he was definitely in more pain. Oh, for sure. I mean, at that point, I wasn't awful. I was only there because Teladoc told me I should come in. Yeah. You know, whatever. And he's a professional, you know. So I... There was also another lady who came in. She looked like she was in her lower 60s who said that her kidneys were pulsing. She could feel her kidneys hmm. pulsating <clears throat> and needed to get it checked out. Hmm. Interesting. Anyways, got after about 20 minutes of waiting, we get into a room. They decided, okay, we're going to – he called it – well, he, he, he pushed around on my stomach a little bit. The doctor did. And he said, yeah, I'm going to guess it's probably uh, not appendix. There was some other, I don't know. Gallbladder? No. He said maybe kidney stones, maybe, mm. but he just wasn't sure, whatever. But he said, we're going to do a CAT scan, and the whole, he said, he, he looks over the nurse and says, we're going to do the whole rainbow of blood tests. And I was like, oh, the whole rainbow. Here we go. <laughs> and so they pop an IV in me. She tried on my left arm, but that vein wasn't acting right. So then she had to go to my other, my right arm, my good vein. And uh, she got that. And <laughs> I was like cracking jokes the whole time. I had never had an IV. Well, I had I had given blood before, so I know that's an IV. But this time it was weird. She was like popping things on and off and like oh, doing different. suction tube things. Oh, yeah. The vacuum tube. Those things are so cool. It is cool. I, I said, this is so weird. It was like the first time I'd ever seen something like that. I said, uh, it feels like I have a USB port on my arm. <laughs> <laughs> so then I wait, uh, you know, probably 20, 30 minutes. And then the a nurse comes and wheels me over to the CAT scanner. Do they give you something to drink? CT scanner. No. Okay. They didn't. They did give me some, like, anti-inflammatory drugs. Okay. It felt amazing. Like, all, like, while I was sitting there, it was like, I don't feel any pain. It feels so good. <laughs> it felt so good. It had been, like, so long. I think even, like, in those days that I didn't think, like, oh, I'm fine, I think there was still a little bit of pain there. Mm -hmm. I was, like, finally able to relax. It felt so good. So I go into the, 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 the whatever, CT scanner room, and it's, like, this massive thing that looks like I'm about to enter the animus. It was crazy, all right? It looked like uh, it was like a portal to another dimension. <laughs> I get on there, onto the table, and she said, now, we're going to 
put some dye in your blood that makes it easier for the scanner to pick up things. It's like, okay. And she said there's some weird side effects. Number one, you're going to get really hot. And number two, uh, you might get like a metallic flavor on your tongue. Your mouth might get a metallic flavor. But then he said the, the, the biggest one that people really freak out about is it feels like you're going to wet yourself. Like you are what? wetting yourself. What the world? As soon as she gave me that dye, it got hot. Like I could feel it like first hit my head and you, like, then just going, going through, through my body. And it was like whole like, – I almost like started sweating. Like, And I'm very like cold-blooded. Like I, I don't like cold temperatures. I was like, it is so hot. I could feel like the, the – it felt like hot water hit wow. my whole what body. It was like hot water was running through my veins and it did and feel like – your pants. Oh, yeah. It totally felt like I peed myself. So did you um, – it, it was crazy. That is, did you actually was pee yourself tr- then or not? I No, I don't think so. I didn't change. <laughs> I mean, she didn't say anything. No, no, I didn't. I didn't. But it was a crazy experience. So then, uh, got back. Uh, that 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 whole scanning thing. I had to like hold my breath, and it scans me, and then it makes me hold my breath, and it scans again. They got a couple of scans, whatever. And then I get back into the hospital bed, and she wheels me back. That all went fine. And then I had to wait for probably thirty to forty minutes for all the test results to come back, blood results and the the CT scan. And the doctor comes in and he said, yeah, I looked over your stuff. There's nothing in there. You got nothing. Nothing going on. You'd probably just have irritable bowels or like an ulcer. It's like, okay, thanks. <laughs> it's like, it was nothing. It was nothing. Uh, My yeah. stomach was, I had a sour stomach. That was it. So has, what happened the, the days after that? Well, he did give me like a pill. What is it called? Prilosec. It's supposed to be for uh, reducing the acidity in your stomach. And I've been taking those pills. And yeah, I ever since then, uh, I've been like, fine. It's weird. Hmm. So an ER visit for a big nothing. How long did it take? The whole ER visit? Yeah. Uh, see, we got there around probably nine o'clock and we were leaving there by 1130. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was really fast. I felt bad for everyone else that actually had real issues. (laughs) But you never know. But when your, your teledoc says go. I know that was my, that was like, I, I, I was just calling the teledoc to see if he can give me a prescription for something to like, give me a pill Mm -hmm. that takes away my awful gassy pressure or burny sensation in my stomach. I I remember one time I called into the emergency room at the hospital. And they said, something. don't come. And I said, I this is what I'm feeling. Do you think I should come? And they're like, I can't tell you what to do. It's basically what they I said. I can't tell you what to do. And I'm just like, oh, well, don't you at least want my business? <laughs> don't you want my <laughs> business? Uh, uh, was it when you were having your um, your, stone? your stone issues? Uh, boy, I forget what it was. That was rough, Jeff. Hey, actually, next week we should talk about Jeff's kidney stones. Uh, That's I'm good. done with kidney stones. Jeff's kidney stones and has cake. It, do you feel like it's been resolved? I like that. Yep. Um, the... As much as it can be. And did you change your diet a little bit to help with that? I just try to drink more water. It's, yeah, it's, uh, 
Yeah. I try to drink water and I also try to eat some citrus on a regular basis. So. All right. Well, Nicholas, we didn't get to your story today. That's okay. Uh, There's Nick, always Nicholas had a sem- has a semi story that oh involves boy. the police, like a partial story, and we'll like get that to kind it. Of semi- it's a half story. A half we'll story. get to it next week. Yeah. Once upon a time, <clears throat> and that's it. <laughs> All right, Layton. Or any, okay, anything else? <sighs> no, no. I no. I had to detour around Napanee today, and I was just frustrated. So I was going to vent about that. We can vent about construction next week too. Well. It'll probably still be going next week. Cause I, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Actually, I will vent a little bit. So I was coming to the <laughs> podcast on time. Okay, I was perfectly on time for the podcast. Okay, I'm gonna we're start we start recording at 4:30. I'm gonna be here 4:27. Perfect. That's what your okay. tech, that's what your assistant even said. Yep. Yep. I I told my assistant to tell you guys when I was gonna be there, and and he did, and then. I left work and the road construction, which is usually cleared up. So they have, they're working on the telephone poles on 19. And so it's usually, they've been working between PWI and 1350. Um, and they've been working in that section there. And the, the road closed signs were still up, but there were cars coming back and forth, but I didn't trust it. You just, you just don't. Don't even it. trust cars. And so. Yeah, because I figured they probably just went up and turned around. Mm-hmm. And so I went around. So I took a detour a mile over and then up and around. Come back to 1350 and, and 19, which is the fastest route to get here. And guess what? <laughs> it's closed north of 1350 because they're working there instead of further south where the road cl- closed signs actually were. So the road wasn't closed where they said it was. And then I had to detour a mile and a half around town or oh. maybe it was just a mile. I don't know. I had to go again out of the way to oh. get here. And I was just frustrated. Yeah. Why yeah. didn't they do that telephone thing when they shut down 19 for like three weeks for that bridge thing? That's a very good question. Like they, I, I wait, 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 like forward thinking. They do not do that at all. What? Who, who, who does the construction on here? Is it, is it like Fannin Brown or whoever is the sure lowest is bid state? Is it state? I think this is like NIPSCO or whatever it is. Uh, the lowest R-E-M-C, bidder. Whatever it is. <clears throat> Whoever does it cheapest. All right. Layton, what's the point? I got a lot of them, Ruben. <clears throat> so many, in fact, that I think I'll... I think I'll post it to our Patreon. <laughs> 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 We're just dying. Of uh, no, point number one: <laughs> Don't plan meetings on holidays. Point number two: Every Mennonite private school has a rule to go visit Gettysburg and Washington D.C. for senior trip. Point number three: The job of a tour guide is to be eccentric and say some corny jokes. Point number four: Bear spray doesn't work. Point number five: Jess has been pepper sprayed. Point number six: The ER doesn't want your business. And point number seven: Don't trust don't trust traffic flow in construction. And what's our word of the week? Oh, word of the week is spray. <laughs>